0: this verse it'll be great uh, to, uh, to open up your Bible, shall we? You have Bible? <clears throat> First Timothy chapter uh, 2 verse 5 and it says, "But there is one God and one mediator between God and man, mankind, the man, Jesus Christ, who gave himself as a ransom for all sinners and all men. There is only one God and only one mediator between God and mankind, the man, Jesus Christ. And he gave himself as a ransom for all of us. And it is a crucial... um, um, message that Paul has written, and it's still true, yesterday, today, and forever. And I want to give you a little bit of background so far. Okay, we've been studying First Timothy chapter uh, one through six. So, what happened was years has passed since the First uh, chap- uh, Timothy was written, and. Um, Paul was, remember that Acts chapter 28 is the last chapter, and Paul was imprisoned in Rome, but he was released. Okay? And um, uh, Timothy was a, uh, a pastor. He was preaching the gospel in the area of Ephesus. Okay? So that's what was going on. However, he had a, a great deal of difficulty Because of the false teaching. That was described in 1st Timothy. Remember that? We talked about counterfeit gospel. Versus true gospel. And there was a guy named Alexander. He was one of the leaders. Of resistance. He was spreading the false gospel. He gave. Great deal of trouble. Uh, So. What happened was. Paul came back to Ephesus. After he was released from prison. He came back. And he was trying to help Paul, and uh, uh, Timothy, and all the uh, leaders in the uh, city of Ephesus. In the meantime, because of the Alexanders, a lot of disturbance, what happened was Paul was captured and was put in, put in, in prison. And finally, he was sent back to Rome. Okay? And when Jesus Christ and Paul's age is about the same, okay? Jesus was born like 3 BC and died. Well, the end date is different, okay? Jesus lived about 33 years and and he was crucified. But Paul lived a little bit longer, around 60s, okay? So Paul was captured and put in prison in, in, uh, in Rome and he was executed by the Emperor Nero. Remember that? Crazy uh, emperor who burned the Rome, okay, and he was just—I mean, he was psychopath. He burned all the city big buildings, and then he wrote poem, and he was drunken. Okay? Paul was beheaded by the order of Emperor Nero, okay? and this book of Second Timothy was written. While Paul was in prison, second time in Rome, to Timothy to encourage him so that he can stay focused on the gospel. Okay, so as we read, you will hear the uh, because this is written about a couple of years before his execution. So he talks about his he's looking back his ministry, and uh, you know he, he it's great message of. Ending of a one life, okay. Looking back, summarizing uh, what he has done and, and glorifying uh, our Lord Jesus Christ, okay. So that's a little bit of background that, that we are uh, about to get into, and let us read scripture. So, Second Timothy chapter 1, <laughs> verse 1 through 5. The title of today's message is Tears. Tears of Timothy. Pastor Timothy's tear. Okay? Alright, so let us read all together. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God, in keeping with the promise of life that is in Christ Jesus. To Timothy, my dear son, grace and mercy, peace from God the Father and Christ Jesus our Lord. I thank God, whom I serve, as my ancestors did, with a clear conscience, as night and day I constantly remember you in my prayers. Recalling your tears, I long to see you, so that I may be filled with joy. I am reminded of your sincere faith, which first lived in your grandmother, Louise, and in your mother, Eunice. And I am persuaded. Now lives in you as as also. So, as you see that right there, verse 4. Paul was recalling uh, Timothy's tears. This is not an ordinary tears. This is not a tears from the pain or hurt, physical hurt or anything like that. But Timothy was crying.
1: And we're going to talk about that.
0: Not only Timothy T had shedding tears, but there's another person who did that. Do not scroll to the next page. But do you know this is a quiz for everybody? Anybody has Android phone? Raise your hand. Nobody has Android. No, everybody has uh, iPhone then. Okay. Uh, Traders. <laughs> I'm patriotic
1: to uh, Samsung and (laughs) Korean companies.
0: Anyway, do you know the shortest verse in the Bible? Anybody know the shortest verse? Psalm one. I don't think so. Let me give you a clue. It has two. uh, The one
1: that says uh, two words. Give thanks and then be joyful, something like that.
0: Close. That, that's one of the quotes. But okay? Can you scroll to the next page? The, the shortest verse in the Bible is John chapter 11, verse 35. Next page? Okay. It says Jesus wept. Okay. Yeah, this is the shortest verse. Let me give you a little bit of background of what that verse means. Not only Timothy shed tears. But also, Jesus Christ wept. Jesus came as the perfect person, man, as well as he's a perfect God. But he took up the body of a man so he understands our situation, our pains and sufferings. And this particular situation was when there was a funeral going on. Okay? When Jesus Christ came around There were followers Mary and Martha and his young their youngest brother was Lazarus remember his that is familiar name isn't it Lazarus can you remember what that is Lazarus was was dead and Jesus Christ raised him up from the dead okay just before he was alive this is what happened Jesus went to the house of Mary and Martha and Lazarus was already dead for three, four days. Okay? And they were crying. And Jesus Christ wept, why? Because the suffering and pain that, that people are going through. It was, it was not about you know, anything like that. He was looking at the, those people gather around and the pain the hot tears coming down there, through their cheek okay? the sufferings they had the loved ones are gone okay? and Jesus Christ felt that pain and he cried next Matthew chapter nine thirty six. that's another verse that Jesus Christ was moved tremendously Okay? This is about the time that a lot of people came to, uh, to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. One day, he saw, Jesus saw multitudes of people coming to him. And he looked at them and he had a compassion over them. Why? Because he saw them being harassed by Satan. The Bible does not say that. But Jesus Christ saw them being harassed, helpless situation. We are being harassed by Satan. We are helpless, just like the sheep lost, without the shepherd, wandering around the field. Have you ever seen sheep? Nowadays we don't have shepherd. We have shepherd doll, right? chasing them around. But in old days, when we have really uh, uh, in, in the age of farming, we have shepherd. Shepherd get up in the morning and take the the sheep and uh, goats and, and cows and whatever and take it to the field. But the sheep is kind of a very strange animal because without the shepherd, they just wander off. They go anywhere. So sometimes they get Uh, Eaten by wolves, coyotes, bobcats, and things like that. When multitudes of people came to Jesus Christ, that's what Jesus saw. They are lost. They are helpless. Not only that, they are being harassed by Satan in their lives. They are hard-pressed by Satan. Crushed by Satan. Why? Why? Why Why did that happen? Okay? Why did Jesus cry and, and, and uh, 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 wept for these people that gathered around him? Okay? What is the reason behind that? We need to take a look at that why in, in the Bible, right? Not anywhere else. That was explained and the reason was explained in Genesis. A lot of people say Genesis is a myth. Oh, that was written a long time ago. That's a story. That's a, that's a fiction. And some theologians say, oh, yeah, there are some truth in the Old Testament, especially in Genesis, but I don't believe that. There are a lot of theologians people go to seminary school that educate the seminary school is the school that educate the future pastors of America but when they come in and enter into seminary seminary, they are full of spirit yes I want to preach the gospel to the lost um, uh, people but when they come out of the seminary they have totally different idea their original ambition and intention is gone we need to pray for the seminary. That's why today, uh, they designated today as a general assembly, especially the seminary, future, uh, the, the school that, that teaches and educates the uh, future pastors of America. We need to pray for them. They need to be stay focused on the word of God. And Genesis is not a myth. Genesis is not a just, you know, uh, storybook. It is the truth that came from the word of God, the mouth of God. Okay. And on, when you look at Genesis, you need to look at, uh, you need to divide it into. Well, Genesis contains this four major events. four major characters. Okay. When you, this is an overview. Of, I'm, I'm sidetracking a little bit, but it is important that you need to view Genesis as this way so that you can have an overall picture. Okay? There are four major events took place in Genesis. Number one, Genesis chapter one to two. Genesis verse 1, and, uh, chapter 1 and verse 1 is what? In the beginning, who? God created the heavens and the earth. He talks about the creation. Okay? The, the definite statement is who created the universe and mankind. God is. We are the creation. Okay? God is the creator. There's a definite distinction. We're not God. We cannot become God. Some um, modern th- uh, theology and modern thinking is yes, you can be God. That's what Mormon says, that. that's what New Age movement says. That. Yes, you can become God. You can be in control. Okay? Can you be in control of everything? You cannot. I cannot control my emotion. I, con- I cannot control my thoughts. That's why I argue with other people. I don't know why, but I, as I grow older and older, I get really short-tempered and agitated. I cannot control myself. How can I control the world? Okay? God is the one who created the universe. Genesis chapter 2, the second event. Genesis chapter 3, verse Uh, uh, 5 what happened here Genesis chapter 3 and 5 the fall of mankind okay Bible talks about the Satan came disguised himself and he deceived the mankind and we have perfect relationship we we had God was broken. Okay? Genesis chapter 6-9. through nine, What happened to the world? The worldwide flood. Okay? It's not a localized flood. Okay? They disobeyed God's word and there was judgment. The entire world was flooded with rain for 40 days and 49. We only had three days of harvest. Guess how much of damage we had. Can you imagine during the flood and Gen described in Genesis chapter 6 and 9 not only the rain came down but the, uh, the earth the, was, was the, the crushing of water came out of underneath the entire world was flooded under the water. Every human living being died except for fish obviously. But they all died. Why? Because of disobeying God's words. He wanted to clean up and restart. Genesis chapter 4. No. Gen- the fourth one is Genesis 10-12. through 12. 11. Actually, this is 8. Sorry about that. Okay. What happened Genesis chapter 9 through okay. 11? The tower of devil. What happened there? The mankind, they said, oh, we want to make our names known. Okay. We want to be like God. We want to reach the heaven and we want to make our names known to to the world. That's a tragedy of mankind. What happened there? The the Tower of Babel was crushed and crumbled. This is the four events took place in Genesis and then study Genesis chapter 12. There's a well-known name Father, father, Abraham. God told Abraham, "Leave the land of Chaldea and Ur." Okay, that's the place that the idol worship was rampant. God told him, "You are different people. Okay, you need to leave this place of idol worship." And Go to a place that I'm gonna direct you. God did not say go to Canaan. Okay? God did not say any destination, but God said I will direct you. And Abraham had a faith. Okay? That's why we say he's the father of faith, you know. He just pay attention to what God says and then he left the comfortable living. He had many you know, materials in their land. But he left. And who is his son? What's his son? Isaac. Isaac, Isaac was born and he lived a very comfortable life. Okay? Because a father. And then what's his Isaac son's name? Jacob. Hmm? It's thirty-six. Yes, Jacob. <laughs> Jacob, and then the fourth person described in in Genesis was is Joseph. One of the uh, is that right? H yeah. H Yeah. <laughs> Joseph and his uh, suffering and uh, and he had dreams and visions and then at the end he had a victory. He's the one that uh, we, uh, we consider him as, as a role model, one of the role models. These are the four main events and characters. As you read the Bible especially in Genesis, think of uh, this is a high-level overview. So, see where you are in, in Genesis. Okay? What is the root cause of fall okay. We disobey God's Word. We follow uh, uh, Satan's deception. Okay? So, going back to my original question, why did Jesus weep? Okay. He saw people are harassed by Satan and he saw people are helpless and hopeless when God created mankind we were created to rule over and conquer right we'll go back to this now have you seen this this character before Many times, especially in Korean church, we use that a lot. Okay, this is a great word. Or just another sidetrack Theta, theta. Okay? Have you ever taken any uh, trigonometry or, or calculus? Okay, here's a quiz. You said you nodded, you had. Huh? This is usually the theta is, is a, uh, an angle, right? Triangle. So, in, in many times you say sine theta is what? Now, this is the question. Can you answer this question? Anybody? Sine theta, theta is, this is what it says, okay? This is, that's where we, we use that, that that word. But actually, it's a Greek word and one other like, word that we use that is is feels uh, this is the uh... the Greek word of God Okay, and this is English like that okay? that's why this this feels the first character came about that's why Korean pastors keep on using this this one representing God. Okay? Because this is the uh, word in Greek. Okay? It's God. This is God. Okay. I I've sidetracked now. Alright. When God created man, mankind, what happened? He created in his own image. Okay. What does that mean? Only human being has a desire for seek, seeking God. Okay? No other animals, not even any animals, have any that kind of desire to seek God. Only human being has that, that, that image of God, the soul, the spirit. Have you ever seen any animals gather together and worship God? No. Only human being can do that. There's a a special place in our heart left. Only God can fill in. And that's the principle of creation. And not only God uh, created us in the image of God, but He gave us the authority and power to rule over the, the earth. And as part of the image of God, we are perfectly happy when we are with God. Just like the little baby. If the baby is with mother's uh, uh, arm, they're happy. Like we use a lot of uh, 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 examples of trees. If the tree is planted under the ground, okay, on the ground, they're happy. They grow. If the fish leaves the water, there's no happiness. Fish, fish was designed and created to live under the water.
1: Okay?
0: Likewise, mankind, we are creating to live with God. When God is with us, there's a perfect harmony, perfect peace, perfect balance in life. But when God is not in, in, in our heart, There is, that's the problem. That is the problem that mankind is having. God says in Genesis chapter 2 verse 17, this is the first contract or command between God and us. Saying, thou shalt not eat the fruit that gives you knowledge and good and evil. Why did that, why did God create the strange tree in the Garden of Eden, and and also right there in the middle, okay? Why didn't he create it, plant it way in the the boundary outside so that we would not go there or see it? That tree is is a reminder for us to look at it and remind us to remember what God has said, okay? It's a protection for us. If you go beyond that, you're going to have trouble. That's why I am creating this tree. Do not disobey my word. However, Satan came along. Okay? And God says, you will surely, die if you disobey my word. Genesis chapter 3, verse 4. Satan came along and said that, oh, did God say that? to now listen to that if you eat that fruit your eyes will be wide open and you will be like God and he says you will surely not lie that's what Satan does all the time he's a father of lies okay? he's a liar from the beginning from Genesis chapter 3 he's a liar And he's the father of lies. The mission of Satan is kill, destroy your life and my life. That's the sole purpose of Satan. But the world is kind of beautifying Satan. The roles, the culture. Behind that, is Satan's trap. Satan's poison. Satan came along and says, did God say, now you will not die. You will not surely die. The moment that mankind dis- did not listen to God's word, what happened? They were separated from God. Totally separated from God. God did not leave us. We left God. Okay? The driver... The truck. You're driving a car. Driver's still there. The person sitting next to it moved over. They were together at the beginning, but driver is still there. But the person next sitting next left, that's us. We left the driver. What happened? The spiritual problem. We call this a spiritual problem. What is the spiritual problem? Because of sin, we're separated from God. And we became slave to Satan. Okay? There is no joy. You know, when God has left, the Spirit of God left us. In our heart is empty. There's a special, I told you, there's a special place in our heart. Only God can fill in. It's like a zigzag puzzle. Have you ever seen a, a picture that, uh, they, I've seen some uh, of people put it on the wall with the old, you know, last picture with the zigzag puzzle. What if one of them is not there? It doesn't become a perfect picture, right? Just like that. In our heart, perfect heart, there's something missing that is God. What happens to a mankind if they're missing God? They constantly, what? Search. Constantly search. There's an emptiness. That emptiness leads to idol worship. Many places in, in, in uh, Asian country you go to, they bow down before Trees, dead trees, weird-looking rocks. In Europe, European countries, they don't do that, but they worship strange uh, philosophy, strange things, ideas. It's idol worship. You know, the more you do idol worship, you know what happens? People go crazy, bluntly say, they become, they have mental issues, psychological issues. About about 15 years ago, I I was reading Houston Chronicle and they had a uh, list of all the prescription drugs that, that are sold really wide, top 10. Out of top, t- top 10 widely sold uh, prescription drugs, eight out of 10 is related to mental issues. Couple of mothers are cholesterol drugs and high blood pressure and things like that. Okay. People are suffering right now, mental issues. Okay. You know why we have all these killings? Direct problem was people are gone crazy. They are not in right mind. That's why, can you imagine bringing a gun to a school and killing little kids, elementary school kids? That's unbelievable. But right now, it become a common thing. People having a mental issue. Why? Because they have an emptiness, and they start worshiping something other than God. In their life, God is not number one, something else. Games, drugs, and alcohols—big problem. Your generation is gonna have more and more of this issue. Okay? mental problem. Used to people hiding. Okay, people hiding, and they can do that. But eventually, what's gonna happen? It's gonna show physically. It manifests. People can see the problem now. Right? Ultimately we we're having a problems like unnamed, uncurable diseases. You know, a newspaper says that cancer is the number one killer now. Not in the past. It was something else. But cancer is becoming a number one killer of humankind. But a lot of times. They don't know the root cause of cancer. They don't know the cure for cancer, right? because that mutates. it just changes. Okay? Why we have this problem? When God created the universe and the earth and mankind, there was no cancer. Okay? There was no sickness, there was no cry. there' was no tears. But Jesus Christ shed tears. Timothy shed tears for the lost souls. Why? It's because of Genesis chapter 3 problem. We disobey God's words. There's no happiness. In turn, we have pains and sufferings. We have medical problems after medical problems. We have mental issues after many other mental issues. What happened? When they continue to have physical problems, the Bible says in Hebrew chapter 9, verse 27, it is destined for a person, mankind, to die once. And after that, there's going to be a judgment. Everybody will face death. I don't care how rich, how powerful, how beautiful you are, all going to face death. And after that, Bible says, and it's not my word, Bible says that according to the word of God, there's going to be a judgment. Okay? You're going to be judged by the word of God. Okay? This book tells you everything about how we, we should avoid that judgment some people go to heaven because that's where their father is. Some people go to the lake of fire because their father is there suffering. John chapter 8 verse 44 it says that you belong to your father the devil. Okay? Who said that? Jesus Christ said that. Who is your father? Is your father God? Or is your father and not God? Not God is Satan. There's no in-between. It's a crystal clear. Bible is crystal clear about that. Okay? Where would you like to be belong to? Where would your brothers and sisters and, and father and mother be belong to? Definitely. I want them to go to heaven. It is important that we we understand this. This is life and death. This is not a temporary, but it's forever and ever. Okay? There is going to be a judgment. The problem does not end there. Okay? Exodus chapter twenty, verse four says that the problem will pass down to generation after generation if you do worship idols. Meaning. If you do not worship God, you are worshiping. Whatever you are worshiping is not of God. It's of the devil. Okay? If you worship anything from, from the devil or devil, the problem will pass down to you. But there is a way that problem can be stopped. Romans chapter 5 verse 8 the Bible says God demonstrated his own love in this while we are yet sinners Christ Jesus died for us okay? let me repeat God demonstrated his own love in this way. How did, how did he demonstrate his love God sent Jesus Christ, His one and only Son, into this world and let Him die for you. We just read 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 5. There is only one God and only one mediator between God and mankind. The man Jesus Christ and he himself what provided us as a ransom for all mankind Jesus Christ became the answer for where where do you look at where do you look, look for the answer in this life stop searching for answer Jesus Christ is the answer amen stop wandering Israelites wander around the wilderness for 40 years to find the answer we are living our life we are wandering around some people 40 years, some people 20 years some people 100 years the length does not matter but we need to stop searching for that okay? Jesus is the answer Truly, Jesus is the answer. I hope that you will find that. And and not just intellectually in your head, but also in your heart. They acknowledge that. Jesus, you are the Christ. You are my God. And you are the answer to all my problems in life. And I'm yielding to you. Be my Lord and be my Master. I am tired of driving this life myself I'm letting you be the driver ask God we need to do that every day every time we're drifting off we need to get back and focus and Lord you are the driver of my life I'm yielding my throne back to you Lord I let you sit on my throne in life Amen Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you. We bless you and we glorify your name. I thank you for your amazing blessing of salvation. And opening up our eyes to see the truth that you are the Lord and Savior. You are the Christ. We thank you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. there.